Welcome to Truth Be Told Productions, the aftermath of a Kansas City necktie party. This is a closed homicide case that we're trying to raise awareness, get this case open, see if we can get some witnesses to step forward. The victim is a 20-year-old male who dies at a drinking party. The cops are called three times, but never by anyone at the party. The first two times that the police are on the scene, they could have checked IDs. The people at the party could have said, hey, this guy isn't old enough, and that should have took care of the situation. But that's not what happens. It all starts on Tuesday, April the 14th, 2009. It's ladies' night at this bowling alley. Statements later reveal that everyone was drinking. So I'm sure business was booming considering all the underage drinking that was going on. After the bowling alley closes, the party goes to this middle-aged man's apartment. He has an apartment, an apartment complex. He's a middle-aged man and every Tuesday night after the bowling alley closed, all these young adults come to his house. It's a regular hangout. He's a popular guy. I'm sure that after all the drinking and partying is done and everybody goes home or crashes on couches, I'm very sure that there's probably an extra drunk girl just laying around, probably in his bed, and that could be pretty convenient to a middle-aged man to hang out with all these very young adults. When an altercation takes place in his home, he states that he was outside grilling chicken that his his attention is so concentrated on grilling this chicken that he doesn't notice that someone is being murdered in his home. The party at the bowling alley was mostly a group of people that worked together at an Italian restaurant. That same group of people went to this party at this apartment complex of this middle-aged man. They all worked at an Italian restaurant together. They were all co-workers and they were all a very big part of one another's lives. The 20-year-old victim, however, does not work at the Italian restaurant. The victim is an Applebee's employee nicknamed by his co-workers as Big Money because he made the best tips. Mind you, the night of his death, the victim was not around his co-workers. However, he was surrounded by the perpetrator's co-workers. The party at the apartment is in a downstairs apartment. All those people are in there. They're drinking. They're partying. A neighbor in the apartment complex calls 911. The police come. The police report states that there's approximately seven people in the apartment and beer cans are stacked on the counter. Cops ask the partiers to keep it down. Approximately 45 minutes later, the same neighbor calls 911 again. Again, cops respond and request the parties to keep it down. The police report states that the same seven people are in the apartment and a strong odor of alcohol is coming from the apartment. The third 911 call is not for a noise violation. Cops are called for a fight in progress in the parking lot and a suspect in a red truck leaving the scene. 
Police come on the scene for the third time to find the victim on the floor of the living room in the apartment, blue in the face, blood around his mouth. The victim is transported to Kansas City Hospital. When the information goes over the radio, an altercation, unresponsive victim, subject fleeing the scene in a red truck, another officer responding to the scene comes across a red truck, pulls him over, and escorts the subject back to the scene. Subject states he left the party because an altercation began and his ex-girlfriend was driving in front of him. She was also at the party. Officer advises suspect to call his ex-girlfriend and have her return to the scene. All witnesses were transported to headquarters for interviews. Detectives then interview all the witnesses. However, I believe that the witnesses are all held in one room together. That's a perfect opportunity for one little saying to go around the room and it can happen with a wink of an eye or an arch of an eyebrow. And the saying is, snitches get stitches. And they all know it. They all just watched a kid die and they all know it. And they're all afraid. And every witness that goes back, they say the same thing. I didn't see it. I don't know who was fighting. I don't know what happened. A 20-year-old boy dies at a party in front of all of these young adults. And not one person stepped forward and said, this is what happened. Now, if it were a situation to where the homeowner is defending his property, then every person that was interviewed would have the same story. They would go in and they would say, this is what happened. This was out of control. This guy didn't have any choice. This guy had to do this. This guy, every person's story would match, but that's not what happens. What happens is everyone says, I don't know. I didn't see. I was over here smoking a cigarette or I was doing that or I was outside grilling a chicken. Nobody saw what happened to this boy in Kansas City, April the 15th, because it's after midnight, 2009. He's murdered at a party. It's time for the truth to come out. It's time to say what had happened. It's time to give this mother of this victim some peace of mind. Now's the time.